to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast, and it is another of our Freedom episodes talking to people that have found their freedom, have created their own world that they live in, and are getting to enjoy what they do every single day. And today, I have Shelly Howard on. Uh, Shelly's with a company called Colready that she started, and I'm super excited to talk about this because this dovetails into the future uh uh, book that we've got coming out called College Freedom. So, Shelly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Love having you on. Um, really looking forward to getting to know you. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your story? How did you get to where you are today? Absolutely. Um, I guess my story really starts during my high school years. I had two parents who were entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. self-made, both on their own business. And I came home and said, what do you think about college? One parent says, "Uh, no, go get a job like I did. And then the other parent says, no, wait a minute. I think it's probably a pretty good idea. And that was all of the college planning that went on in my home. So I applied to two schools. My goal was to either surf or ski, and I got into both. Dad says you go to San Diego and I pay, which was a whole thousand dollars a semester. And, or you go to Colorado and you pay. So off I went to San Diego. And that's where the story gets interesting. I changed my major five times. I, had to crash courses, take winter school, summer school. Like it was disaster. And what do you do when you have a disaster? You're like, oh, I'm never going to do that again. And I sure didn't want my kids to do it. So that brings me to college ready and how it got started. Um, My oldest came home in eighth grade and said, mom, I know exactly what I want to do when I grow up. And I'm like, really? Because you heard my story. He goes, yeah, I want to be a brain surgeon and go to a top tier school. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so he left and I panicked and called around and couldn't find anybody to give me any solid help. And so I uh, figured out that I, I better I better do my due diligence. So I went back to school and I got my uh, independent college consulting from UC San Diego I started touring 25 colleges a semester, and I had a firstborn who was willing to do whatever I asked him to do. All of that has to go hand in hand. Long story short, when I was uh, sitting at his high school graduation, a young man next to me said, dude, I didn't even know that kid was smart. And I laughed because I'd never been called dude. Um, But I also laughed because my son was giving the salutatorian speech. And this young man next to me just thought he was just a normal soccer playing kind of, you know, guy. And so I'm like, wait a minute, this is interesting because he's a normal kid 
getting incredible opportunities. So he ended up getting seven into seven top tier schools and getting into Harvard pre-med biology, graduating debt-free. His first job out of college, he made $103,000 a year at 23 with no debt. So talk about Freedom Day. He had a lot of freedom going on. He was working for Bain Consulting, just a, you know, a itty bitty corporation. And I asked him, I'll never forget. I said, what could you possibly consult on? <laughs> You've never had a J-O-B in your life. He goes, mom, duh, I graduated from Harvard. I know how to think. I'm like, all right, then there's something to this where you graduate from. So I, I'm like, wait a minute, I can duplicate this. And all of the sudden, people were coming out of everywhere saying, I want what your son had. Can, can you get my kid that? And I'm like, sure. So I was doing it as a side thing on top of my full-time career, just because I loved it. I love teenagers. I just, I fell in love with helping these kids figure out their future and not go into debt. So College Ready was actually founded because of that experience. My, I had a 529 plan and I used it to buy a 911 Porsche. So I, I believe, right, that having a strategy pays off huge. My second child, four years younger, got a full ride to University of Alabama. That was her dream school. And I said, why? Why are, are you going to go to Alabama? We live in California. And she goes, duh, mom, the football. And I'm like, oh, the football, we're going to college for football. Okay, great. She lived the life. She was in a sorority. And it was all because she was not taking on debt. She was able to write her own story because I had no say in it. She was 18 doing this on her own and living her life she chose to live. She ended up, um, now she's a registered nurse. So my son is an orthopedic surgeon now at UCLA and my daughter's a registered nurse. And I will tell you the similar thing between both of them, because they're not at all the same student, is they had a plan and a strategy early on. And that was financially and academically, as well as socially. So the story really comes down to the climax, which is when my son graduated from Harvard and he crossed the stage and he handed me his diploma and he says, mom, I did it. No debt, Harvard degree. And he says, what about that book you were going to write if I did it? And I was like, oh my gosh, he remembered. I bet him a book. So the book happened three months later. I actually took a hiatus and I wrote for three months straight. It was intense and I didn't enjoy a moment of it. Um, I had to take everything from my brain and put it into words. But what happened is it was a bestseller in 24 hours because this is a huge need because I believe in return on investment. If you take away the emotion from the brand name, and you look at it from a business perspective, and you look at it with a business plan and a return on investment, this is doable all day long. So in the last two years, College Ready, our seniors 
earned over $17.6 million in scholarships. You cannot do that in the stock market. So that was 51 students. So if you're good at math, you'll see that that is a really good return on investment. So that is my story. I could go on and on and on. It's been such a wonderful ride, but this is my seventh business I started. And this will be the one that takes me to my freedom day because I love it that much. So Shelly, tell us a bit about your, you know, what, what, what do you do or your, your process that you follow or you know, working with somebody and, and also when's the best time to kind of get started with this? I'm going to ask, answer the second question first, because I think that plays a big part in what we do. Mm -hmm. So we actually recommend that families start touring colleges at the same time you would tour a museum or tour a monument, or just when your kid's mature enough to start to take in the concept of college, mm -hmm. not, you know, do you want to go here? And uh, no, it's more mm -hmm. like, I remember taking my son to Harvard in fifth grade and I'm like, mm -hmm. look at this campus, the story, the history. His, yeah. The, and, and you, you realize it's really kind of small. <laughs> surprisingly smaller than you would think for it being the major college. It's actually pretty tiny. Absolutely. I mean, we were in Boston visiting family and it was just right. one of our things we got to stop and see. We also saw MIT and he was like, whoa, those are two completely different campuses. <laughs> and that's when that, that whole conversation just gently starts. And I tell parents, mm -hmm. I go, if you went to college give them the G-rated version yep. and tell them it's different from high school. You get to pick your classes, what you want to study. So I say, if you start early with just the excitement and enthusiasm, mm -hmm. it gives the student a reason to work hard for their grades and test scores and so on. Got it. So when to start, it's really the maturity of your child. When we take students, the youngest I'll take a student is seventh grade. If they are mature enough, right. typically I get a student when they promote from eighth grade, because the summer before ninth grade is the first time you can count it towards college. Okay. Okay. It is the most underutilized summer <laughs> that there is because there's really nothing to do. Yeah. So students can get a jump start on their community service, their leadership, their extracurricular, picking <laughs> the right classes for their freshman year. But then I have listeners who get concerned and they're like, but I have a sophomore. Is it too late? No, it's not too late. <laughs> I have people calling me <clears throat> right now in, at the end of September who are high school seniors who are like, okay, I'm ready to get started. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or it's even better. They're like, I know I'm early. And I'm like, early for what? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Early for your future career. Yes. But uh, no, not for. Yeah. So it really, it's never too early and it's never too late. Yeah. And what we do is we help students and parents prepare. What does that look like? First, mm -hmm. we help them understand the importance of their academics, how much rigor, AP, IB, dual enrollment. You don't have to kill yourself to get into these, to any school. Mm -hmm. You just have to know your strengths and your, your limitations. Then we help the student understand they need a test strategy. Testing mm -hmm. is the quickest way to scholarship money. Having a good strategy equals dollars. 
The third thing is helping them understand that colleges want to know who they are and why they matter. Mm -hmm. The best way to figure that out is while you're serving your community and you start to learn, do I like to lead or follow? Do I want to be in an office? Do I want to be outside? You, You start to understand I do have some wants and some dislikes, Mm -hmm. which then leads them into I'm really good at, and then we help them to pick a major. From a major, we help them to pick the right college fit. From the college fit, we help them to pick the right career. And then we help them to see the trajectory of in five years, will a robot be doing your job? Mm -hmm. Or will you have a nice career ahead of you? So we do all that by working directly with the student. So it is a one-to-one custom standout strategy because Mm -hmm. colleges are not impressed when they see that a student tutored, Mm -hmm. right? Every one of my students tutors. So they're not going to go, whoa, check this out, guys. I got a tutor. No, they want to see, you know, what, I mean, unless you want to be a tutor and maybe you want to be a professor yeah. That might line up, but just because a sign up, show up, put in your time, it's it's not essay worthy. No. And so your what you're doing while you're doing all of these opportunities is you're you're getting your essay topics ready to go. Parents are shocked when I tell them that the average school has between four and 18 essays each, mm. each, not in total. So that's a lot of things these students need to be able to write about. Mm -hmm. And if they wait until their senior year, we're going to be a little cut short on time. So if we do it from their freshman year, it's easy and it's just painless. Mm -hmm. If we wait, it's just more of a fire hose and hopefully the student can hang on. Yeah. Now, do you guys get into any financial strategies with the parents or is that, that kind of, you leave that, to someone else. So we consult on what is on the FAFSA and what is not on the FAFSA. Nice. We help families understand to get their expected family contribution down so they can make themselves more, um, a better candidate for large scholarships. I totally understand. And so (laughs) the goal is if we can help the family get their financial house in order, Mm -hmm. then we can help the student be the best version of them. When you marry the two together, that is how my kids have gotten full ride college opportunities. Yeah. And it, and I think that's what people don't understand sometimes is how, how intricate process is. It's not just, you know, it's not like when you and I went to school, it was like, pick a school, go, you know, whatever. I probably, I mean, I, I went into the military and paid for it through the military, everything else paid out of my own pocket. I mean, today there's no way you could do that. You know, it's just, it's gotten so insanely expensive. Yeah. And the sad part is there's a ton of money out there. People just don't know how to tap into it. Mm -hmm. That's the, the mystery to me is if, if I had to financially, I mean, there's 13 colleges that are tuition free. Yep. So if, if a student says, I can't afford to go, that just means they don't know, or they don't want to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I think that's the other part of it too, is, is people, you know, oh, I've got to go to the big state school because, you know, and the parents think, oh, well, if they go to the big state school, you know, they'll be, 
it'll be less expensive and everything else because it's in-state tuition. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did an example. I, I did a blog and I did an example of, you know, a same parents do a little bit of financial adjustments to their, you know, to their, their FAFSA calculation, then go, you know, one going to the big state school, the other one going to the out-of-state really expensive school that happened to be the one that has a lot, you know, almost 95% financial aid that they give and you know gave the example of you could actually same same student you could end up being almost thousand dollars less per year over you know and going to the expensive out-of-state school that doesn't even account for at least in california the university mm-hmm. of california system is so overcrowded yep. that it's hard to get classes so at mm-hmm. the state schools in california you're going to have to go a fifth year, maybe six years to get a four-year degree. So now how cheap is it? Yeah, exactly. Now, now you're spending an extra $30,000 twice uh, just so that you can get out of, out of school, which is just crazy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, I told families, it, you know, the the parents can be helping their student by understanding their assets and what mm-hmm. the FAFSA looks at. I mean, the CSS profile is a whole nother beast, but at least get by through the FAFSA. And yep. then, you know, that's coming up October 1st. We're weeks away right now. Mm-hmm. But what families don't understand is it looks at the second semester of the sophomore year and the first semester of the junior year. So if you come to a financial advisor the last weeks of your senior year, your your financial you're, you're picture yeah. is over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. we, we when we consult with you know with our clients on this, I mean, I tell them we need to be making changes really when they hit ninth grade. Uh, we need to be making adjustments to your portfolios and everything else so that we can get you know. I mean, and and there's a lot of solutions that can be done just while they're in college, and then once they're out of college, then you can shift back to. To the way you were doing things. So there's there's a lot of cool little strategies we use because okay, it's it's a game that you're playing with the government. I mean, they make the rules, you just have to play with, you know, play within the rules and get yourself into the right position. I often tell families two things. One is you could do your own taxes, yep, or you hire a CPA who can get you a lot better deal. <laughs> and <laughs> they then should the be able second- to pay for that. Yes. And then the second thing is don't leave this up to your 17 year old because they have no concept of $300,000 in student loans. No. Well, and like I said that, you know, well, I, I want to go to this school because they've got a great football team. Okay. You know, are, are what, what is this going to look like? Do, you know, you, you can go to the football games and you don't even have to be a student. If you want to be. Yeah, I had a student yesterday who told me that she wanted to go to UC Santa Barbara. And I'm like, outstanding. That's where my husband went. And I asked her why. And she goes, have you not seen the view from the dorm? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, that's a great point. I would like to live in that accommodation as well. But that's kind of missing the point. That school didn't even have her major. So it was interesting to help the parents' eyes got wide open like, Mm -hmm whoa, this is a problem. And I'm like, yeah. And the student says, fine, I'll change my major. And that was another red flag. I'm like, ah, Mm -hmm. so really having these sometimes tough conversations 
with the student and talking to them about a return on investment. If your student wants mm -hmm. to be a botanist, that's awesome. Yeah. But do you want to go into $300,000 worth of debt to get to them that bottom. degree? Yeah. Well, I always see it with, uh, with teachers. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to spend, you know, so we've got a couple of colleges here in Texas that are just insanely expensive, mm -hmm. you know, spend $200,000 a year to make $40,000 for, you know, the first 10 years that you're in. That's insane. Yes. You know, why do you do that? Um, but people just don't do math. I mean, that that's the problem is they go through college and they actually don't go through math apparently and, and learn what the end result is. So it's not have the adults in the room making some of the decisions or helping, helping the kids. And I mean, I was telling my friend Kelly, you know, and her daughter, it was funny because she, you know, when, when Kelly first told me that she wanted to be, her daughter wanted to be a pilot. I was like, Oh, well, are you, is she going to go to Embry Riddle? And she's like, Nope. And I said, hi. And she said, well, graduation rates are terrible. They graduate five or six years. Uh, they don't give, you know, they don't give financial aid at all. And, and that was a non-starter for them. And she ended up going to Lewis University of Chicago, which nobody had ever even heard of, which ends up having like the best aviation brand. They have their own port and everything else. So it's, it's spending a little bit of time looking at that. So is there anything new in your world there with College Ready? So there are a couple of new things that are happening um, at this point. Um, College Ready, we just launched a division called CR Future Now. Okay. And what it is, I've been, almost every call I get on with a potential client, what I'm hearing is my child doesn't have a clue what they want to major in or mm -hmm. a career. And they're kind of anxious about this whole college thing and just overwhelmed. And so we launched CR Future a few months back. I uh, spent time to be certified as a career counselor. Okay. And I walk the, the student through some really important um, exercises. It's not just fill in the bubble and I'll tell mm -hmm. you what career. We actually get to know what are the core values of the student, their passions, their annoyance or advocacy. Okay. We want to know deeply what matters to that student and what are their gifts and their talents. Then mm. we have them do two assessments just to give us some foundation. Then we meet again and we review the found or the assessments, but not just in there. We talk about what are the three majors that align to what you're good at. That's and then awful. from there, what career could you do? And after that, how much money will you make directly out of college and how much in five years? And like I mentioned earlier, will you have job security or, or will a robot be doing your job? Yeah. So we, we really help the student first get clear who they are mm -hmm. because applying to college when you have a really good idea is so much easier. Sure. So the students who've gone through this program it's been a hundred percent successful because they come out their their shoulders are no longer up. They're down. And they're like, yes, hmm. I know what I want. I know yeah. where I want. I know why I want it. And it's so confidence building. Mm -hmm. That's been the latest thing that I can say has been so much fun. But that, that all alleviates that. Okay. I, I mean, well, in my, I'm my case, I mean, I, you know, my dad was an engineer. My grandfather was an engineer. 
I was destined to be an engineer, you know, and so I was, I started an aerospace engineering program, spent two years of my life and that realized there was no way in hell I was going to do that for a living. Uh, and I, you know, I was kind of lost because I'm like, I, I don't know what I want to do. And I happened to take a psychology course and I was like, well, this is kind of cool and ended up majoring in psychology with my English literature. So it's, it explains why I ended up in the finance industry. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a waste of two years of my life. Yes and no. But I mean, I am spending an extra year in college as a result of that, which cost me money because uh, I, I ran out of GI Bill. So I ended up having to pay for it out of my own pocket. Mm -hmm. uh, had I had I spent a little bit of time learning about myself up front like this, it, it's a lot cheaper to do it that way. <laughs> I, I say, you know, it's it's actually um, you don't need therapy if you do this first. <laughs> and that's the challenge, because like you, a lot of students in this generation had parents in the same situation, right? Where they changed their major, they weren't cleared, they didn't even use their major, like all of that, and they had debt, right? So they're coming to me and going, I don't want what my parent has. Yeah. Like that's awful. And I said, the reason why our generation might have been in that position is there wasn't anybody like me who was doing this work. No. And the high schools, I mean, at least back then they had home ec, wood shop, auto shop, but that was it. Exploratory, yes. that was the end of it. <laughs> well, we're probably around the same age. I remember the, you know, you did the, like you said, in the bubble thing and it spits out, oh, you're going to be a park ranger. I, I don't want to be a park ranger. You know? <laughs> yeah, they told that my son did one of them and it said he was going to be a grape farmer. <laughs> and he's like, mom, I don't even like dirt. <laughs> yeah. Why, why would I do this? Yeah. I don't like grapes either. So why in the heck would I do this? This is crazy. Yeah. So we, we've come a long way. That's and awesome. when I talk to students and, you know, their parent, I ask them, what do you want to major in? And they just kind of put their head down, like they're shameful. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't have to be shameful, but don't just do nothing about it. Yeah. Yeah. That, so I think that's the part is, you know, if, if something makes you happy, then go do it. But, you know, then know, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to make this, I can only really afford to this on my education and need a Harvard education. If I'm going to be a teacher, you know, in exactly. high school, it's, it just doesn't. That's right. We have students, you know, I want to go into social work, but I want to go to USC. That's $77,000 a year. I mean, they, you know, what you get for that degree in social work, I don't know how you justify the return on investment. No, it's, no. it's such a wonderful career, but sure. do you need to go into that kind of debt? Yeah. Do you, yeah. And do you need that, you know, that level of school for social work? No, you don't need that. You know, if you can get a scholarship to it. Yeah. But the odds right. of getting a scholarship to USC are pretty slim and none. In yeah. Those... It used to be a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A few more people coming out there now. For well, sure. let's uh, let's transition into the fi fast five questions. All right. All right. So first question, you wake up in the morning, you hold the knowledge in your head, but your business is gone. You have a laptop computer, 500 bucks in your pocket, place to live. What are you going to do first? Hop on an airplane. I like this. I would probably end up in Italy. Okay. I, ha I had an Italian exchange student over the last year. So my Italian <laughs> is cozy, cozy. And from there, I would live 
the nomad lifestyle. I would still help people. I would still do what I'm doing. And if I didn't need the money, I would do it for free. I love this. This It's awesome. That is, that's, that is the greatest answer I've had in a long time. (laughs) What is the biggest business mistake you've ever made? The business mistake, I would say, gosh, I've had several, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, (laughs) right? Pick one. (laughs) I know. It's like, I'm tenacious. Let's put it that way. Yeah, there you go. Early on in my program, I allowed some intense parents to be part of the program and the kids that I had to watch endure this was painful for me. Mm -hmm. So now I do, I have to interview every parent and every child before they come in my program because the student has to want to do this or it's not worth the parent's money. But if the parent is going to take over and not take our advice, that's not Mm -hmm. helpful for any of us. So it's really making sure that it's a good fit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, we have a, we have part of our process is what we call a fit meeting. When we <laughs> and it's like, you know, some just not going to be a good fit for us. And I want, I want that out at the very beginning. We, here's, sure. here's how we work. <laughs> <laughs> what is a good book that you would recommend for our audience? Oh, I read a book a month. Um, uh, I would say my book. How about that? I love- how to send your student to college without losing your mind or your money. I love this. I love this. We will put that down in the show notes and point to it so people can buy your book. That is fantastic. I actually will give it to any of your listeners if they go to www.freebook.collegereadyplan.com. Awesome. That is huge. So thank you for that. Um, What is a tool that you use business every day that you'd recommend? I would say my most important tool is Google. Okay. Um, Google, I I mean, everything that there's just so it's endless, not so much research, but every, every part of it. And then we have um, a program for our client nurturing called keep infusion soft. Okay. And that's our nurturing program. And I love that because I can send awesome free content to people Mm -hmm. and it just is a great free resource. Yep. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a great tool. We we use it in our business too. So yeah, and it improves in days of confusion. Solved, oh, so. yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's the big question. What is your definition of freedom? Freedom is living life to the fullest and not having to worry. That's freedom. Freedom. I love it. I love it. So Shelly, what, if uh, somebody needs a hold of you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? So either going to the website, which is www.collegeheadyplan.com, <laughs> or you can um, get the free book and inside mm-hmm. the book is how to reach me. And then I'm going to gift your um, listeners also a free discovery call with the student. So the student hearing from a professional is a big game changer. Mm -hmm. You can do that by going to collegereadyplan.com discovery call Mm -hmm. and just put that you heard it on your podcast and it'll be completely free. 
That is awesome. Thank it's thank you so much. I mean, I, I just I think what you're doing is an amazing thing. Um, and I see the the smile on your face. You get to do something cool every day and it's it's not work anymore at that point. So so thank you, Shelly, for being on. I appreciate you and listeners. Make sure you go to her website and she's got a wonderful offers. Take her up on this. The book is awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to digging through it a little bit more. Um, and certainly um, we're we're looking forward to seeing you more, Shelly, down the road. Um, make sure, folks, subscribe to the channel if you've not subscribed to it and share it with our audience because we need to get this message out to a lot of people than just the few of you that might be leaning today. Let's get it out to thousands and thousands of people and keep Shelly very busy. So thanks a lot. And we'll see you guys back here next time. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.